Welcome to episode 133 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsberg, and my co-host, Warren Sklar, is here. How are you doing, Warren? Hey, I'm doing all right. A little better than yesterday and the day before. Sorry, I missed yeah, a little. You and Guy. Um, did, you yeah, guys, we, did you guys yeah, have fun? We, had, we did have some fun. Okay. Yeah, there was uh, interesting conversations, so... Uh, I, I can't complain what's at all at all. So, uh, yeah. um, you look like you were having fun. S- I couldn't listen, but I, I, I looked at yeah. it for a little bit. Yeah. So. yeah. It's always, it's guy. That's all I got to say. Yeah. So <laughs> we, it's always we love you guy. Yeah, exactly. We love you guy. <laughs> um, so I got some news this week, some few things coming on. Of course, beta got active as of today. I was like ready to say, oh, there's no beta release, but there is. Um, and then I've got uh, some interviews that I did uh, uh, during the CES uh, last week, uh, last week, week before, uh, with uh, three different products. We're going to be listening to those, and I'll be also doing some demos of um, of two of those three products, as uh, I have some review units here that I can talk about, which I'll also have in video, and we'll probably have a edited uh, video on YouTube, which I'll provide links to everybody to be able to see that as well. So lots of things to do today. So let's uh, go ahead and uh, get started. Um, Go right to the news like we always do. Um, First story from Mac Rumors. There's still no sign of those privacy labels for most of Google's iOS apps. As of December 8th, Apple had uh, been requiring developers, of course, that they had to submit new apps and app updates that provides privacy label information that outlines the data that each app collects from users when it's installed. Many app developers, even even Facebook, surprisingly enough, has compiled all this and put it into their privacy labels along with their apps. But one notable is Google. They have not updated any of their apps like Gmail, Google Maps, Chrome, YouTube since December 7th or before. So still no... Still no uh, uh, still no quotes on that, and I'm, I, as far as what's what Google's waiting for, I'm not sure what the deal is, and I'm surprised Apple is, well, of course, you know, Apple has that big contract with it being a default search, uh, so interesting uh, to see where this goes. I, I, I'm very surprised. It's like over a month since any of those apps have been uh, updated. What do you think, Warren? Yeah, when we talked about it last, um, I think I said something like, I, you know, they probably need a little yeah. more time because there's so much they have to probably process through to find out exactly what they would need to disclose, but it's been enough time. I think at this point, if, if, if Facebook could do it, I think they could do it too. Of course, they have a lot more products in the app store than even Facebook, right? Facebook has maybe two or three. Google has all the, the ones you mentioned. So it might be a bigger job, but I'm sure they're, I'm sure it's not the highest priority on their list either. Um, internally, I'm sure they'll likely have it's probably like this is something we have to do, but it's not the top uh, priority for them. Yep, that that is that is true. So uh, we'll see where it goes. I think that's all we can say about that. Uh, but very surprised. But um, next story again: Mac rumors. Um, Apple is shifting some production from iPhone uh, for the uh, from the iPhone 12 Mini to the iPhone 12 Pro to meet demand. Apple has reportedly cut production of the iPhone 12 mini by 2 million units to create more manufacturing capacity for the iPhone 12 Pro, according to a Morgan Stanley investment note that was seen. Um, Apple is believed to have made the switch for the first quarter of 2021 in an effort to combat uh, continued continuing lead times for the more popular 12 Pro. And by no means am I, am I support, by, by any means am I not surprised about this. Uh, the 12 Pro, 12 Pro Max, probably their two tops, top sellers of the three of the four that are, are available. Um, and you know, everybody says great things about the 12 mini. Uh, it is, but it's tiny. It is tiny. So what'd you think on this one? Yeah. I mean, I, I, my thought has always been that people really think they wanted this more than they really wanted it. Uh, the idea of having it as an option, I think, was more attractive than actually owning something like that. I, I've always yeah. said something that small. Um, just for for me, it, it, the screen size is, is important nowadays. There's so much information, and sometimes it's just hard to see. People are fixated on the one-hand operation. That's what it is, and they're fixated right. on putting it in your pocket. I've never had an issue putting it in my pockets uh, with the Macs. Um, and I also... Um, you know, for the one hand thing, yeah, occasionally I'll be in a place where I only have one hand and the other hand's doing something and it'd be nice to be able to reach around, but it happens so infrequently that I, I definitely prefer to have the bigger phone. Yeah. Oh, you, we've had this conversation many times. And I think it's, it's important to, to know that we both like the iPhone 12 pro max and I don't think I don't see myself, uh, 
ever changing. In fact, I uh, a shout out to my friend, uh, my friend Rob. Uh, they they both him and his uh, his girlfriend both got uh, iPhone 12 Pro Maxes, and they got a super deal with uh, Verizon. I guess they got buy one get one free. They're getting unlimited data. They got uh, you know they're getting all those free uh, the Kulu and and some of those other services. Uh, so Verizon really. Uh, enticed them to switch so and got them helped i helped them uh virtually set up uh, their new iphone 12 pro maxes they they really like them really nice large size and uh so, you know so there are there's many people out there who do like, do like the uh the 12 pro max it's not just us right mm-hmm. for good reason uh, for very good reason so um another story mac rumors again fitness plus subscribers now have over near near have nearly 300 workouts to choose from apple on monday added over two dozen new video workout sessions to fitness plus continuing a recent trend of building out the catalog with fledgling subscription service on a weekly basis of course uh, fitness plus was launched back in december of 2020 and it was designed to help your apple watch users and uh, keep fit through all these guided workouts um, and all that fun stuff. So not surprised and they're going to continue to do this. And I really, I really haven't heard any, you know, discussions as far as how many subscribers have jumped on the bandwagon with fitness plus yet. Uh, what'd you think of this? Um, it, every time I read a fitness plus story, it makes me, uh, sad that I haven't gotten into it yet and make me, uh, I haven't either. So it, you're not alone. <laughs> it makes me depressed that I, I haven't had the, uh, the, the ability to even try it yet so one day yeah. maybe uh after uh maybe after covid i'll feel better or maybe not yeah mate or we got to hook up or we got to hook up our uh, our apple watches for the for, so those uh, fitness competitions right yeah right what a lot of my a lot, a lot see, of my friends are doing i can see you me, yeah. you me and guy doing fitness competitions that's it's gonna be the <laughs> day get the three of us that'd be funny yeah. yeah that will be the funniest uh you know fitness challenges oh, you'll ever see who could get up oh there get off their chair the quickest yeah. i don't know well, i don't think i can yeah oh yeah <laughs> We'd be hearing, because yeah. that's all I heard last night. His chair was squeaking like crazy oh, yesterday. My, so. my wife went and splurged. She got a real chair. We replaced the squeaker one. This is nice. It's nice and comfy. Oh. Yeah, it's good. Nice. Yeah. Got to like it. Got to gotta have a... Got to have a, a comfortable chair. I'm very happy with the chair I got here. So, yeah, this yeah, is you, nice. especially this day with the pandemic and you're at home working at home most of the time, uh, you got to have a good chair. Yeah. All right. So, last story we found here uh, Beeper. Is an app that we just find just find still found this. This in the news today. This is on uh, iPhone hacks. Uh, promises to bring iMessage to Android and Windows. Unify fifteen chat services. Pebble founder Eric. I'm not even going to pronounce his last name. Has teased a uh, a new app Beeper that aims to unify and bring over fifteen different messaging services under one umbrella. Most importantly, perhaps Beeper even promises to bring iMessage to Android, which has always been talk forever. And Apple's never going to want to deal with this. This was known previously as Nova Chat. The app was based on the Matrix messaging protocol and says that that iPhone iMessage works on Android, Windows, and Linux using some trickery, quote unquote. Hmm. Uh, this is going to be interesting to see where this goes. What do you think? I know you you you, you asked me before the show. Did you get this article in? And uh, yeah, I've, been, this I've definitely been interested in. Uh, you know, I I've tried it ten years ago. There used to be a whole splurge of these things because you had irc ai and yep. chat things like that and you know the things we used to use 10 years ago and there used to be a couple apps that tried to do the exact same thing and they were all pretty good um you know now it's a little different because there's so many different chat apps that it's mm-hmm. you know to get it all in one place would it'd be nice but like where where's it coming from i guess is the first thing but as far as the uh, iMessage thing that's that's interesting uh the the hack is basically you need a running mac uh to bridge the connection between the iMessages and the service that he has so mm-hmm. you either need a mac or a jailbroken iphone which supposedly they will ship <laughs> you if uh you don't have a mac so I, I no, I don't know. Yeah, it sounds it's it's you know what it sounds too, like to me. Too hacky. Yeah, it sounds like too, too uh, hacky. Apple's. <laughs> it sounds like about a month from now, Apple's going to prevent this from actually working. Uh, yeah, in my bet, and I'm sure they'll find a way to do it. Just like they they're stopping you uh, side loading iOS apps on an M1, and then Mac, starting so. back up again, letting you do it again, and we'll see. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I wouldn't. 
and it costs ten dollars a month. So that's you know, yeah. I don't want to do that. If it was if it was if it was free, I would try it. Um, I'm not paying ten dollars yep. a month. Nope. Um, and um, the uh, uh, let's uh, move on. Let's move on to our topics this week. And we always talk beta every week because uh, Warren lives on the cutting edge, as I always say every week. And I was anticipating not to talk about a new version of beta, but then. This morning, as we record this, they release the release candidate iOS fourteen point four for all across all the platforms. Uh, they, uh, they they seeded it out this morning. Um, it's they they still are not uh, offering the HomePod uh, beta yet to anybody. It's got limited testers. Uh, they talked about that. And uh, have you seen anything else that was added uh, other than that that Bluetooth stuff that was uh, that was there? No. With this, uh, that, that's the only thing I saw that. It was fixing the Bluetooth on uh, the Mac OS M1s, uh, which guys should be happy about because that's what he's waiting on. Oh, yeah. Um, we were complaining about his AirPods all night. Yeah, well, he was saying, he, he was also saying his mouse had has issues on his. Yeah. Uh, he texted me this morning about that. So. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I haven't noticed anything. I thought they said maybe the privacy labels were yeah. going more live. I don't know. But I have not. I updated everything as soon as it came out and no, no differences. Yeah. And then uh, watchOS 7.3 is going to be out. Uh, some uh, notable improvements and bug fixes. Uh, a Unity watch face inspired by the colors of the Pan-African flag that the shapes change throughout the day as you move, uh, creating a face that's I'm unique looking for to it, you. I heard about that and I want to see what that yeah. looks like. Uh, time to walk for Apple Fitness Plus subscribers and audio experience in the workout app. There where guests will be able to inspire stories as you walk. And then the ECG app is going to be released to many more countries around the world, uh, including Japan and Philippines and Thailand and others. Um, irregular heart uh, heart rhythm notifications in those countries as well. And then there is going to be a fix for the uh, an issue that the control center had and notification center that, that may be unresponsive uh, when Zoom is enabled uh, on the watch. So, so uh, did you install the watch too? Yeah, and I just checked out the watch face. It's uh, nice looking, but... I'm still keeping what I got. I got my uh, scrolling favorite yeah. pictures. And then, of course, TVOS 14.4 released the developers as well. And uh, as always, there's never nothing to talk about. <laughs> Just minor fixes <laughs> and and other bug things. So, um, so uh, let's. Uh, anything else you have with beta? Did, uh, the iPad. I didn't talk anything about the iPad. You know, anything. You There's, saw on the I iPad? Literally noticed nothing about it. I, I could tell you that the okay. uh, installs on every device took, well, mostly the iOS devices took longer than normal. So I think it was a yeah. Larger, I noticed. I noticed that too. A larger block of the updates. So um, just yeah. you know, I'm sure next week. I'm guessing Tuesday we're going to get the final uh, out to everybody. Um, yeah. Wednesday, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday usually. I would be, I would probably, yeah, we'll be talking about it next week for sure. Yep. The, the 14.4 will be out uh, in the wild. Yep. Um, all right. So uh, next uh, we're going to, I'm going to, we're going to cover some products that, uh, that were, that were introduced at CES um, that we, we talked a little bit about it last week, but this week I've got uh, a number of any interviews queued up here of, of some folks I, I uh, spoke to. We'll get to those in just a minute, but we did talk about this uh, device, this uh, mask that uh, was available, the mask phone. Uh, and I didn't have it in the warning. Apparently you decided to, bu to buy it and, and ha have a review of it. And that doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't. Uh, yeah. So we talked about it last week and, you know, I, I work mm -hmm. in a place where I need to wear a mask and I need to, you know, be on phone calls and I listen to podcasts, uh, you know, all day. And I, you know, I talked about the fact that, you know, if you wear ear pods or AirPods. Um, sometimes people think that you're not listening to them and, you know, it'd be nice to you know, kind of conceal it. So I like the idea. So I went in and ordered it. Um, so the first issue I had is uh, I ordered the this, this small to medium instead of the large by mistake. I emailed them. Oops. Never heard back. Uh, no way to contact them. Never heard anything back. Okay, whatever. So there's no also no return policy because it's a hygiene issue. So that's right. the other thing. All right. So they came today and they were nothing like I expected. They're it's yeah. literally what it is. I mean, I could show it, but it's not going to, if you're not watching the videos, it's not going to help you too no, much. Well, no, we are going to be doing some videos. So go ahead, show it. Yeah. So it basically is a regular mask, more or less. Boy, that looks, that looks tiny. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it fits, but it's okay. It's basically a regular mask that 
mm-hmm. unzips and has you know a very basic uh, Bluetooth uh, headset on it. You know, like a, the mm-hmm. ones that used to go around your neck, kind of thing. If you could see it like that, oh, right. it's basically right, like right. that. So that's all it is. Yep. It's like something I could have built for like you know. Probably Put, eight, building it in, in your own mask. Yeah, literally, yeah. the mask would have been better too. The first problem I had is it came with these filters and instructions to put the filters on, and they're supposed to go in the mask somehow. And there's there's little mm-hmm. pockets, but they just fall right out. So whatever they're trying to tell me doesn't work. I tried to contact support, nothing yeah. answered. There's nowhere to get a hold of them. I was like, this was fifty bucks, right? And this was fifty bucks. But this is literally, you know, it's about. It, maybe $10 worth of stuff in here and it's not engineered. Yeah. Well, you could see like it gets all tangled up and you can't even get it. So I was thinking yeah. basically the microphone and you know, all the controls are in here and you would think that it would be like more integrated. It's just this thing kind of leaning. It's just the, uh, the microphone part with the controls kind of just inside this yeah. thing. So again, I could, I can make this myself. Um, I was hoping for something that would have like the, the ear part, you know, built into the mask, you know, not, not yeah. like separate. So you basically you still have the things sticking in your ears. Oh, and the, they give you different tips and I've tried them all. The left, the left one just won't stay in my ear and um, people still see. <laughs> the AirPods are, are, they have the same problem, but you have no problems with the AirPods. And so, AirPods Pro. So yeah, um, yeah. I, I might just use a mask, but save your money. Now the website has something now that they didn't have before called the plus version of it, um, mm-hmm. which is sold out, but I can't really tell you what the difference is. So save your money uh, and don't buy it is my review. All right. Well, I'm glad you did it because <laughs> yeah, we, and we got, we got information out to users uh, out here. They're listening to us and it's not a buy the, the mask phone. That was what it was called uh, from last week. So, yep. It is not a yeah. good, it is not a good. One. All right. So, um, Let's go ahead. Uh, um, my, I'm really excited to talk about this first product. This first product is called Hubble. It's for the iPad. It's made by a company called a Fledging. Um, they're out of uh, Birmingham, Alabama, so it's a it's a U.S. company. Um, I'm, but I'm, I'm pretty sure this was made overseas. But um, what this is is an all-in-one uh, uh, iPad uh, case uh, with a USB-C hub and all kinds of ports on it. So, but, uh, I, I was able to interview the CEO, Ethan and, and Dan, uh, was also on there on this, uh, on this interview. I want to have everybody give it a listen and we'll come back and I'm actually, I'm going to do a uh, visual uh, demo because I was, I was, uh, privileged enough for them to send me a review unit to talk about it. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and, uh, let's talk about the, uh, let's, uh, take a listen to the, uh, the Hubble, uh, iPad, uh, review. Hold on. And here we go. Hi, this is In Touch with iOS, and this is Dave Ginsburg, and I am here at the virtual CES 2021, and I have guests here this uh, for this time around. This is uh, Dan and Ethan from Fledgling, if I'm saying it right, uh, and the makers of the Hubble iPad uh, case. How are you guys doing? Doing good, Dave. I appreciate being on your show today. Uh, and just a quick clarification, our name is actually Fledging. No, the words are so closely... My apologies. No, no worries. The words are so closely related that we started writing blog posts to poke fun at ourselves. You okay. Know, I, I I looked at it three times <laughs> to make sure I wanted to say it right, but okay. No, you're good. Yeah. But uh, no, it's we we have a little ch- challenge getting getting together, but I'm so so glad we were able to hook up here. And um, I definitely was really interested in the in the uh, your it's called the Hubble uh, case for the iPad, and this has some has some great stuff in here. Why don't you tell uh, tell the folks a little bit about uh, what the what the Hubble uh, case is? Yeah, absolutely. So Hubble is really the world's only integrated hub and case for iPad Pro and iPad Air. We really focused on the USB-C series, so 2018 to present. And what we wanted to do, there's a lot of hubs on the market. They do a pretty good job. Um, There's a lot of cases on the market. Some of them do a good job, some don't. But it's always been frustrating to us that, you know, you get this big, beautiful iPad, and then you immediately cover up with a case that doesn't look as good. Uh, So what we wanted to do was build the best possible hub we could make, integrate it into a case that looks and feels just like your iPad, that way you can really explore your world however you want, connect to the hardware you want, and everything you have looks and feels just like that iPad you just spent a thousand dollars on. Yeah, no, and and, and it's really exciting because you guys have a lot of a lot of great features in here. Um, I like uh, uh, you said I see it's got the thirty watts of charging for for the USB C, and then you have uh, that's only charging. Uh, and there's two there's two ports. That's that's awesome. You can connect uh, multiple devices as well as charge it, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we got the charging in, we got data out. 
It has an HDMI port that's up to 4K 60 hertz. Uh, we put the 3.5 mil headphone jack in for most of the people who still like to plug in like me. Um, and then you can connect a, a SD card and a micro SD card all there just in one hub on the bottom. And then pretty uniquely, it has an on-off switch. Uh, we're eventually working towards an automatic on-off, but as of right now, we're one of the only hubs in the world that you can actually turn on and off to minimize power drain between uses. That's great. And then I saw I see you guys a uh, 60 hertz 4, 4K display for an HDMI. That that's pretty incredible. Um, so I bet you get some great great results hooking up to an external monitor. Yeah, we like it a lot. That looks really clean. Um, and then edge uh, and the Apple pencils support, of course, and you, you just have the magnetic uh, uh, piece at the top there, right? That's right. We've just milled the side so that the magnetic pencil connects directly to the side of your iPad. There's no integration to worry about or anything like that. Okay. And then um, are you are you guys this this market is really you're looking towards uh, uh, education and consumer? Is there any anybody in specific you had the same towards? Yeah, so we, we like education a lot, and iPad is such a powerful tool for a classroom. You know, you just take a tablet around and just show a kid exactly what they need to be doing. Uh, we see a lot of creatives in this space, especially with how good the camera and processing is on the new iPad Pro. You know, we talk to videographers who are taking these things on set to take images and video. And they turn around and edit in real time. We think we've given them some tools to do that a lot better. And then one of the corner cases we're still exploring, um, and 2020s obviously slowed this down a bit, it's just, you know, salespeople, people who go from office to office all day, every day, presenting on different screens and different setups. They don't want to carry around a laptop with a million connections. They want to show up with their iPad, get the screen started and start talking to people right away. Okay. And, uh, and are you guys looking, I mean, you, you're, you're, you're a relatively new company, right? Have you got how long a lot of guys been in business? And, yeah, um, we've been in business since January, 2018. Okay. So a pretty new product. And you, this, mm-hmm. this product was originally on Kickstarter, if I'm not, if I'm, am I mistaken or? No, that's exactly right. We launched a Kickstarter in November. Um, it reached about $10,000. We we're really using it for the marketing side of things. wasn't quite as successful as we wanted, but you know, we really believe in the product. Actually, our first batch of 500 is in-house today. Uh, so we're committed to the product far beyond fulfilling the Kickstarter, and we should be able to launch it live on our website and on Amazon here in the next week or so. And I also saw, I mean, just kind of give a spin for another, you have another product too. You have a SD, SSD uh, enclosure that you uh, uh, offer as well. That's right. Yeah. Fledging actually got its start as a uh, Mac SSD upgrade. We call that Feather SSD. We were one of the first people to offer a totally DIY solution for if you needed to upgrade the SSD in your Mac. Instead of spending $2,000 on a new MacBook, you could spend $130, swap out the SSD, you're going to upgrade the storage. And it's going to perform just like new. The whole thing takes about 10 minutes, not counting all the time to do the, you know, restore from time machine back up. Um, and then from there, you know, Apple started soldering drives in 2016. And our response to that was, you know, let's build a really, really good external SSD enclosure. Um, so we started with Shell, which is fan-cooled, runs really fast. Um, essentially, that market split. So we really moved into Shell Thunder. That's a top-of-the-line Thunderbolt 3 SSD enclosure. Supports up to 4 terabytes of external storage, actively cooled. If you go and look on Amazon, depending on what day it is, it's actually Amazon's choice for a Thunderbolt 3 SSD enclosure. So it's a product we're very proud of. That's awesome. Okay. And then uh, uh, and we said availability on the Hubble is uh, is going to be in February, as, or, but you got to fulfill your Kickstarter uh, backers first, right? So we're fulfilling Kickstarter backers first. Um, we actually expect being able to fulfill the Kickstarter this week and early next. So there's a chance that Hubble is going to be generally available as early as next week. Oh, awesome. Okay. And what, and what's the cost on the Hubble? It is, Dan, correct me here if I get it wrong. It is $99 for the 11 inch that supports the 11 inch iPad Pro and the 10.9 inch iPad Air. And then it's $109 for the 12.9 inch. And it comes okay. in silver and space gray. And then, and, and then the SSC closure, what's the prices on, pricing on that? Shell Thunder with nothing in it is about $140. Uh, we can, of course, ship it with capacities up to two terabytes. And if you're really interested, we can help you get four terabytes with a discount. Two terabytes fully loaded is going to run you something like $350 right now. Okay, great. And that, that product's available now, right? Absolutely, 100%. Okay. All right. Unless, unless we have anything else about the Hub Life, I definitely want to recommend everybody go out, check it out. I'll have links in our show notes about this product. And, uh, and I appreciate you both, uh, Ethan and Dan, coming on the show today. No, appreciate you having us. We love the work you do. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks. And uh, this is this is Dave Ginsburg from InTouchable iOS. We'll have more coverage from uh, Virtual CES 2021. Okay. So 
that, that was a good, a great, uh, great uh, interview with uh, with the guys from Fledging. As you heard, I uh, I fudged up his their name. I did I, I I called it Fledgling. I didn't know why, but it is spelled uh, F E F L E D G I N G. So it's Fledging. Um, so. Uh, uh, we're going to, I'm, I'm actually be doing some visuals, but I'm actually going to talk and we'll describe it as well. I've got, I've got, like I said, uh, the guys were kind enough to send me a review unit uh, to take a look at this product. And uh, there's the box that it comes in. It's a simple little box, Hubble uh, from the case there. And they give you lots of instructions. One of the kind of disappointing things is that there wasn't, um, there wasn't a uh, instruction booklet in there really to tell you how to go uh, to, to open it. So I was, a, I had a bit of a challenge here. Um, the, uh, it, basically, what's inside the box is uh, you're going to have the case itself, which, I've, of course, I've already got the iPad in there, and this is what it looks like here. This is the case, um, but the way you have to get into it, let's let's just go right into uh, let's go right into um, uh, showing you what the hub looks like. So you see this hub here. Um, there's two little levers, uh, one on each side here. They have to be pulled out, and they gave you know one of these little tools here to allow you to be able to pull out the levers. I know it'd be hard to see on camera here, but there's a lever here, and then there's a lever here. And once you pull these two levers out, the uh, the hub slides out uh, completely from the case, and that's how you actually that's how you actually put the the uh, uh, the iPad in there. And I was like, wow, why is why isn't this fitting? So I'm trying to put it in, and and and, and that was what the reason why it was because no instructions. So. I'd probably say, guys. So we probably you need to at least mention that um, uh, at first. But of course, being a tech guy, I figured it out. Um, so if you if you look on the edges here, the the the, the it goes right into the into the uh, case here with the with the both edges here, and then you look on the back side of it, it's it's all metal. So it's it's a really solid solidly built. Um, uh, case and uh, I was uh, pretty impressed with it. Now, as you heard them mention, there is a there is actually a power switch on here. They actually put this power switch on here. So if you flip it off, what it's going to do, it's going to turn the hub completely off. So that the reason why they wanted to do that, as you mentioned, was the fact that you don't want it to be sucking up all your battery power uh, on this because uh, it's uh, it, it's it's going to do that because it's it's taking up a lot of juice here. So. Um, so what it has is it has two USB-C ports, and one of those ports you can plug in, and that would be for charging. It has a USB-A port. It has a, a micro SD card and a uh, an SD card reader uh, on here. It's got an, a 4K HDMI uh, connector on it, and it's got a 3.5-inch three, uh, uh, headphone jack uh, in here as well. So like he mentioned, some people still like to plug in their headphones, but you know these days we're using AirPods and, and Bluetooth, so... Not a bad little device. I'm not. I'm not uh, too terribly disappointed. It does have a cover um, that 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 uh, comes onto it, and this cover looks, you know, pretty similar to some of the Apple cases that are out there. Uh, I did find it is a little hard to line up a bit. So you know, when you when you put it on here, it doesn't seem to line up. It's just just so perfect uh, when you're doing it here. And of course, I'm putting it backwards. You got to watch that. Um, but it's magnet. You heard that snap, and then uh, it goes on. And actually, I did it right this time. So uh, that the, this this cover does fold over in an accordion, similar to what the uh, like Apple cases do. So you can set it on your desk, and it sets really nice. Um, and then the Apple pencil, they they, they, they as a, as he said, they made the space so so it's attaching right to the iPad to charge. So um, hundred hundred ten bucks for the uh, the uh, the, uh, the it has it for the iPad eleven. Pro, which is the 2018 or the 2019, it's uh, like I think another $10 more for the 12.9 inch, um, and that covers all the Pro line series, so it will not work with the old, the first gen Pro, um, and then also the iPad Air, which is also a USB C, that's a 10.9 inch screen, it'll work with that as well. Um, not not a bad little device. What do, what do you think, Warren? Do you think it'd be something you might want to use? Yeah, I was gonna, the question I have is what about uh, how hard is it to get the uh, keyboard onto that? Like, does it affect the oh, way to the magnet? Well, you can, yeah, you can't attach the keyboard to this. It becomes its own case. So I, I did try to attach the magic keyboard. It, it doesn't work. But not the, it, But it, what about so, just uh, the, the the regular, the old style keyboards that uh, kind of used to flap over? Do you think you'd get one on that? I haven't tried. I mean, I, I I didn't even think about that. I have the old keyboards with the flap over. I don't think so because yeah. it doesn't have any of the the ports. I mean, it's not it does have the, a port here, but it's not. Yeah, I don't think you can do it. You'd have to use an external. Um, you'd have to use an external Bluetooth keyboard in order to use it. Is there uh, anything that with pops that thing up? Like, uh, if, is there a way to 
does it have a stand or a kickstand or anything like to keep it? No, just just the case. So well, this, this, but that does, this, yeah. That's yeah, that's what which, I'm talking about. Is, it's solid. Yeah, yeah it's so very solid. You yeah, can lean it, it back and get a Bluetooth keyboard on it. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, yeah, for the people who really want to get their iPads uh, all macked up, that's the way to go. So yeah, it looks good. Well, no, I think it's a solid, a solid device. Not not a bad, not a bad dude. I, I definitely give give you guys a a, a good grade uh, for this this product. It. Uh, was uh, very impressive, and the the fact of the matter being able to walk into a room and get an HDMI cable and plug it into your iPad and start doing your presentation. That, I mean, that's a, huge. I mean, for for business and for education, anybody who does presentations don't want to lug around their laptop. They'll have their iPad ready to go, plug it right in because you know what you're doing. You're dongle hell <laughs> looking for a dongle to plug it in to to do it. It's right there. Um, the, uh, and ha- being able to have all these ports is awesome too. How's the weight like, on it? Not bad. I mean, I don't think it added a lot of weight to it. It's a pretty lightweight aluminum that they made here. I, I did notice uh, I already it's already starting to scratch up a little bit. I mean, it may have been my fault for why I pulled it in there, but it probably. I mean, if you can you can see the uh, oh, yeah. the little scratches there. Yeah. So um, so it it is aluminum. So uh, but so you're you're going to be prone to that. But yeah, you know that means it's getting good use. So yeah, as long as it doesn't not a bad little make device. it too heavy, it's good. Yeah. Not a bad little device, and then I, and I and I did give them a shout out. Also, let them uh, tell us about their SSD uh, external drives. I believe those could could plug to the iPad uh, Pros if you so so wished, but it was aimed more towards Mac users. Um, um, then that's where they started their business. So uh, happy to, to give them a plug for those products too. Yeah, I'm sure. Anything you, else you, you can plug? A, yeah, you can definitely plug an external SSD uh, into mm-hmm. an iPad yep. if you want. Yep. So I um, so I definitely think uh, it would work, but it's. Pr- that 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 market for them is like he said was is aimed towards uh, more towards a uh, uh, a Mac. So okay, any any, any other thoughts on that, uh, Born? Before we move on, no, look good. All right. So um, next product I, I I did I did an interview with I did interviewed Brandy from a, a Spec uh, Products and Spec of course is well known for making pretty awesome iPhone cases. Um, I got that on the camera. I'm going to talk about that. And, uh, they had a new product they came out with this year. It's, it's called the, the click, uh, the click flip. It's an AirPods pro case that will protect it from getting dropped and all that fun stuff. So, um, let's go ahead and, uh, give a listen to the interview I just did with, uh, with spec and, uh, what they had to say. Welcome to In Touch with iOS. This is Dave Ginsburg, and uh, I am here at uh, the Pepcom as part of CES for 2021 virtually, and I'm here with Brandy from Spec. How are you doing, Brandy? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Um, and uh, what we wanted to find out a little bit more about some of the new products that have been released for Spec for this for, for 2021, if you could share. So you were telling me about the uh, little case for the AirPods Pro. Yes. Um, previously, we had the iPhone 12 cases come out, but this is... Um, our newest product, Presidio Click Flip for AirPods Pro. Um, previously, we did have Presidio Pro for AirPods Pro, but this is our newest one. It's a little bit more innovative. Um, it features a 360-degree protection against dust and debris. Um, it also has a fidget-friendly design. We know everyone likes to open and close their AirPods case. Um, so you can definitely still do that, even though this case Yeah, the sound is satisfying. The click is satisfying. Um, it's definitely kind of like addicting at times. Um, there's a soft touch matte finish, comes in a few different colors and there's a locking mechanism. So even though it's closed, you can still uh, lock it just to secure it a little bit more. Okay. And it looks as from the looks of it, it looks very durable. So it's a lot, a little uh, much safer if you, if you were to happen to drop your uh, iPad AirPods Pro, which I'm sure many of us have done uh, to protect it. Better, oh yeah. Right? Yes, and it uh, does come with a carabiner, um, so easily attaches to your belt loop, your bag, keychain, whatever have you. Um, it's new with spec as far as any of uh, the iPhone cases for this year. Yeah, sure. Just to quickly touch on the Presidio Click Flip, um, this this case does have an IP at 5x rating, which means that it's protected, guaranteed protected against dust, lint, debris, um, kind of anything. I don't know if you've if you've been using your AirPods Pro case without a case, but a lot of uh, stuff makes it into those nooks and crannies and it makes your AirPods look disgusting. So um, hopefully this can, can fix that for you. Yeah, that'd be great. And, uh, and uh, uh, unless you had something else with relates to this case, yeah, tell, tell, tell us a little bit about the, uh, the, the latest cases for the iPhone for, uh, for spec. Yeah. So um, recently the iPhone 12 case is probably the most recent one. Um, we have, 
the lineup Presidio Perfect Clear lineup. Um, I don't know if you've had a chance to take a look at those, but they're definitely the most clear and clean cases that Spec has produced to date. Um, I know that everyone's worried about germs lately and all of the spec cases are integrated with microband protection, which protects 99.9% against bacteria. So um, very important to have that feature in all of our cases. Um, we also have a new Presidio 2 line, which features um, a new generation of the Presidio Pro cases. So they look very similar to the Presidio line, just a little bit more protection, a little bit more durability and a difference uh, feeling in the materials and the, um, the finishes. Yeah, that's great. Cause I, I had the iPhone 11 uh, pro max and now I have the 12 pro max and I had the, yep. the, the case from last year and uh, yeah, it's a really great case and I'm glad that they've continued on with uh, that series because it does keep, uh, it does just keep things uh, clean and it, it did stay very clear for, for, for the most part for, for the, yeah. for the year I had it. So, uh, but uh, no, right. they, they do make some, uh, uh, they do make some really, you guys make some really good cases and has the thickness changed at all on the cases? Are they still about the same in, in thickness on the 12 uh, now or? Yeah, it's still about the same. Um, a little bit, a little bit more durable. Um, so not as like flexible, I guess, but definitely the same thickness yet pretty slim for having such a protective case. And uh, I forgot to ask about uh, pricing. Uh, the uh, the AirPods Pro, uh, the, that case, how, mu how much is that going to be? And when is it going to be available? Um, for, I believe, $29.99. Um, let me double check. But yeah, they're, they're live. So um, your viewers can go on specproducts.com right now and purchase a pair. And then the cases are starting, like, around what were the pricing on that? Um, I believe it's $29.99. Okay, great. And then your, the website and the, the where, where people can find your, your products. Yep, specproducts.com um, or at specproducts on Instagram or Twitter. You can also find us on Facebook and YouTube. Um, and uh, fact check, $39.95 is the price. Okay. Great. All right, Brandy, thanks for, so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, this is In Touch with iOS, and we'll have more coverage from the virtual CES at Pepcom. And uh, thanks for listening. Okay. So that was uh, the interview with, uh, with Spec and finding out a little bit about, more about their products. And they also sent me some review units, and I'll uh, talk a little bit about the uh, the Click Flip. Um, uh, not a bad little case. Um, I've shown it on camera here. It's uh, it, it does... Uh, flip up and it does have like a little lever that actually locks it. You just kind of push this up and it secures it. It shows the LED light so you can see uh, what what's the status of the case uh, when, it, when it's charging. And then all you do is push it down and I don't know if you notice this, Warren, it, it see how this case kind of, it, it's kind of in, in two pieces so it's I see how it slides up and down. Um, so that's, that's how the case works. Um, it, it's pretty durable. I mean, at the bottom here, it does have the uh, opening for the uh, the lightning uh, cable. So if you want to uh, charge it wired, as well as it does allow for wireless charging through Qi. So you can actually set the case down on a, on a Qi charge and be able to charge that. It's got the little loop so you can hook it. And this is what I think big, the biggest uh, thing I like is the fact is we're always digging in your, your backpack trying to find your uh, AirPods Pro. You can hook this right on a hook and be able to uh, grab it. Uh, is this something you'd, you'd, you'd like, uh, Warren? Um, matter of fact, uh, I've always had something on my case like that. Um, yeah. I got this a while ago um, from Amazon. I'm sure that one's much nicer. But yeah, the hook is good because um, if you put a keychain yeah. on it, you could hook it into your, like your backpack. Sometimes your backpack has a the the, the um, don't know what to call it, but you could hook it onto the uh, thing inside yeah. the backpack and it's stay in there, which I do That's sometimes. I do. Um, spec, yeah. you know, you know my uh, iPhone case uh, bad bad habit I have. I have. Way too many cases, and I'm building a nice collection up for my my new phone. For your twelve, I've owned many spec cases in the past, and I've always yeah. like them. They're 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 definitely not yeah they're definitely not uh, on the the thin uh, side. They're they're supposed to be a little bit. They're supposed to be in the middle, right. not too big, not too small. It's what they they usually are, and I like them. Um, and yeah, the AirPod case. Uh, you know, I've never. I don't think I've ever. Bought this for protection reasons, but more just aesthetics. It just looks nicer. Yeah. Probably the same with the uh, with the uh, spec one. 
Yeah, and then the case they gave me was the Presidio uh, Perfect Clear. I like the clear cases, so I asked them if they could send the clear case. I'm showing on camera. You can still see my Pacific Blue iPhone 12 Pro Max. And, yeah, it does have some thickness to it. Um, not a bad-looking case. Um, they say it's it's drop-resistant up to 13 feet. You know, and that's what that's a spec has been known for, for their cases protecting it. It does say here on the box, MagSafe fast charging compatible. Well, yeah, it's not it. Yeah, you can put it on there and put it onto a Qi charger and a charge. But the MagSafe, I tried the I tried the the puck and uh, yeah, it it doesn't stay. I mean, it's just like any other case. You have to have a Mag a, a, a actual, you know, so, so you put it on here. Yeah, it'll charge, but um can't, but then you can't use fall. it. It's gonna fall like off. a car mount. So if you it won't, no, yeah. you cannot. Yeah, you cannot. So I've noticed so. if you have a MagSafe case, I've I've been able to do it. So I, I have a MagSafe charger as my car mount now. It just sticks up, and so right. I'm kind of locked into the uh, the MagSafe cases at this point. Yeah. So, um, but uh, uh, the as she said, the the uh, the click flip is thirty nine ninety five. It's that's available now. Their cases start right around thirty five dollars and go up, and they've got the different ones that are rated. These cases are rated for bacteria resistance, and so it keeps it clean. That's always been a big problem right now, especially these days. And uh, yeah, so let's uh, and then that's the spec. Let's uh, go ahead and I have one more uh, that we'll, I talked about. Did not have a review unit, but uh, uh, I thought it was an interesting product. This is the product made by a, call, a company call, uh, called Amperage. And uh, I spoke to Paul. And uh, this is the Mighty Mike Pro Wireless. And uh, what this product is, is it's a uh, it's a wireless microphone for smartphone recording. And it works over Bluetooth. It has a 30-foot range and it's got a lot of their specs. But let me, let's go ahead and uh, let's let's play the interview here. And uh, you'll find a little bit more about uh, this product. Hi, this is In Touch with iOS. Uh, we're uh, coming to you from uh, the virtual CES 2021. And uh, today I have uh, Paul Eckeld from uh, AppRidge App uh, Money Microphones. And I uh, appreciate you uh, joining the show here, uh, Paul. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having us. Yes, yes. And uh, you, uh, you you, guys have a, a new microphone. It's the Mighty Mic uh, that, that would work with an iPhone or any mobile device. So go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about what the mic does and then and what uh, and what, what it would do for uh, for the listeners out there that uses it with their iPhone. Sounds great. Uh, well, this is our, uh, our Mighty Mic Pro, which is a, a miniature uh, clip-on microphone. It has a built-in uh, microphone element, so you can just simply clip it onto your lapel or wherever it's convenient. Um, pair it to your device and start recording, whether it's iOS or Android, doesn't matter. Um, it works uh, and was designed to be uh, used with uh, all of the, the popular apps on the marketplace. Uh, there's millions and millions of downloads, uh, uh, things like Filmic Pro, Movie Pro, uh, Cinema FB5 is, is some examples of all these uh, very popular video recording apps that support a uh, external Bluetooth microphone like ours. So we didn't want to try to reinvent an app. We just wanted to figure out how to make them give you the best possible sound, you know, using our, our products. You're, you're actually on the mic now as you talk to us, right? Uh, I am on the mic. Uh, I'm actually using a uh, lavalier microphone, which is one of the things that kind of special about our products. Uh, um, when you're designing a clip-on uh, lapel microphone, just because you don't want it to be too large physically, uh, the size of the built-in element, but can't really be very big. So it does give you certain limitations in terms of what you might want to be using. So uh, giving people the opportunity to plug in an external microphone, such as I'm using in a lab right now, which is just like what you'd see if you're watching the evening news or something like that, gives a better visual. And also because it's right underneath you, it, it picks up your voice about as good as it could possibly pick up, even compared to things. Some people are using things like AirPods, which sit in your ear and they're, look at they're great, great products. But putting a microphone by your ear is not as good as putting it on your lapel because it's not really the ideal way to pick up sound. So we try to accommodate that. Now, this Mighty Mic Pro looks like it's almost like the size of a, like a small little thumb drive. It, it, uh, it, it's not very big at yeah, all. Yeah, it is. It's not big at all. Um, the other thing that's kind of nice is we, we made it. This is actually we introduced the world's first Bluetooth microphone back in 2013. So I have a lot of experience with this. This one is our largest uh, it, it version, and our, obviously our latest version, um, and, it's, and it is larger. But the reason it's larger is because we put in twice the size battery uh, compared to our, our previous units. Uh, this battery will, will hold up to nine hours on a charge. So when you're going out and you're doing that video shoot or whatever you might be doing, what you don't want to have to do is stop whatever you're doing and say, oh, wait a minute, I need to charge my device 
so we can continue working. I mean, obviously you can bring two, but not everybody wants to do that. So we put in a bigger battery. And, you know, if you look at typical belt pack uh, units that people might be using on, on more professional high-end wireless systems, like you'd see in shows and concerts, things like that, the belt packs are way bigger than this. And no, but nobody cares because they're out of sight. So, yeah, you can use this uh, by itself. And the other cool thing is we have this nice little, um, uh, you know, clothespin style clip on here. So if uh, because the mic is on the back, you can actually just clip the, the unit behind. So all you're really going to see is just a clip, which makes the profile extremely small. So you can still just, you know, pair it, clip it and use it if you want. But we give you the other options, which is which is great. So it sounds like does the does the mic pick up? It's 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 omnidirectional, so it'll, you pretty much could have it. You'd be sitting yes. with somebody doing an interview or speaking yes. with somebody. Just sits on yeah. the table and yeah. and it'll pick up everybody's voice. Yeah, yeah. You could put it on the table. It is omni to your point. You could put it on the table. Um, ideally, clip it onto the person or use like I said, the, our our lab mic I'm using now, for example, is also an omni, so it, it picks up all the sounds. One of the one of the important things, and we learned this early on when we were developing Bluetooth microphones, there's all these codecs for playing music, and they're they're pretty good. Um, so if you want to stream, no problem. Um, but there's no real standard in terms of how you transmit audio back into the phone, and how do you get good sound? So we spent a year actually uh, changing different microphone elements on this to get the best possible sound we could um, with with the size limitations we had to deal with. Um, but we also spent just as much time working on our audio circuit. Um, the audio circuit is, is unique in terms of what we're doing. Nobody else is doing what we're doing, which is why, you know, we think we have the best sounding and we've compared. We have the best sounding Bluetooth microphone on the marketplace. And the other thing we have, which is also unique, is on, on the side here, um, we have uh, um, three different uh, sensitivity settings, high, medium and low. And the reason for that is because there's a lot of variation in terms of external mics. If you're just doing internal mic, obviously not an issue, but you're plugging in external mics. Sometimes uh, you want that really high sensitivity, so we have that built in. But sometimes a very sensitive mic or maybe uh, somebody has a very loud voice, you want to bring that sensitivity down. Now, they all have auto gain, so it, it will constantly monitor your voice as you're speaking like I am. But you do have that option to lower down that sensitivity if, if it becomes a problem where the sensitivity, let's say, is too high. You know, for your application. So the uh, so uh, the person you're interviewing, would you clip that right to their lapel, or and then you would have another mic for for yourself, or is that how it would be set up? Or well, you know, there's uh, that's a great question, and and we try to make our product design for applications. So, for example, if I was doing a cooking show, let's say, I would clip on this lab. I'd have all my cooking stuff in front of me. I would have my hands free to do whatever I want. I just set my microphone on the tripod, and I'm good to go. So that would be a great application, let's say, if I'm doing a product, a video for maybe something I'm selling online or something like that. Another great application for what I'm currently using with a clip-on. But to your point, there's more than just that application. So we also have this, – this, this is called the Mighty Mike L-Pack. We also have a thing called the Mighty Mike C-Pack. And the C-Pack basically takes a handheld microphone. This is a condenser uh, microphone, directional, comes with a windscreen, Um it has uh, three different settings, uh, off uh, camera and phone. So you actually have a couple different applications for the microphone if you didn't want to use the adapter. Um, but it does come with this nice little um, XLR to 3.5 millimeter cable. So with an XLR, just pop it in there. But if you need to extend it, you can. But this is about a 52-inch length off the top of my head. So I can uh, basically plug this thing in here like this. Um, clip this uh, on into my, my belt pack unit, and then I can go back and forth doing an interview with you, uh, for example, if I'm the guy in the street. Um, or I could use this, for example, if I want to do a karaoke, I can use our little adapter, plug this thing in. I can play music. I can sing and hear th back through my headphones using the adapter so I could do that. So there's a lot of – but this is kind of like our, our man on the street, that kind of interview package, I guess you'd call it. Um, and then the other application uh, we, we thought of, of was um, uh, making movies. And so um, one of our other products that we have is this is called the uh, Mighty Mic F. This is a little mini shotgun microphone currently mounted on our uh, our shotgun uh, um, mount here. So it's a shock mount. And what's unique about this particular product is it's a four-in-one microphone. And so, so what are the four applications? Well, this is one application right here. We have it mounted on top of a DSLR camera with a, a nice little fuzzy uh, windscreen and the cable that, that plugs into the mic input. So that's option number one. 
Uh, option number two is, is something like a tablet. You can just pop it in there. And, and if you have a headphone jack or a phone like an Android that probably has a headphone jack, pop it in there like that. That would option number two. Uh, option number three is this is a uh, this is a beast grip, but the other companies make this similar type item. It's a rig. So you have a hot shoe mount. You run the cable over the side, either plug it in the headphone or use a lightning adapter. So that's option number three. And then uh, option number four is we take it and we mount it on the end of a boom pole. And all the mounting stuff is all included in the package. And But you, you have this 3.5 millimeter plug on the end. So you just pop that right into the Mighty Mike Pro. Now you're, you have a way of doing film recording because, of course, when you're doing a film, you're not putting microphones on a talent. You're using boom poles. So now you can wirelessly send your audio. In this situation, you want to send the set set the sensitivity to high because you're, you're going to be a little farther away. And this will stream your audio while you're recording your video right from the microphone right into your device. Um, so that's that's four options. So we give you those four options. If you buy it with the um, the microphone with the adapter, that's called the Mighty Mic F-Pack. Um, and, uh, you know, all our stuff is very affordable. Just the, the Mighty Mic Pro retails for 80, 80 bucks. Um, if you buy it with the shotgun mic, it's 110. If you buy it with the the, the lab microphone, this is actually most cost effective. This is only 100 dollars retail, and then the Mighty Mic C handheld is only 110 as well with the adapter. So we try to provide a great sound, great performance at a price everybody could afford. And you guys have your own app in the app, Apple App Store, uh, the Mighty Mic app is. In- yeah, we do have the uh, Mighty Mic. Uh, that's for uh, recording uh, audio. Um, we didn't find anything out there that was really uh, um, would do what we want as far as the Bluetooth side of things. So we made our own audio app. But uh, for video, there's so many great apps out there already. We decided not to not to do that. Yeah, looking at your website, yeah, Filmic Pro. That's that's the de facto. That that is probably one of the best video exactly. apps out there in iOS. Yeah. And then uh, I see you have Movie Pro and then Cinema FV5. Is there another app that you that, yeah. that you've advertised there on your website? So yeah, and there's a couple more now. They keep adding. You know, every day we we find more and more. But uh, yeah, I mean, I always tell people that uh, Filmic Pro to me is like the uh, the DSLR. Uh, app of of the iOS world and and something like Movie Pro is a little bit more of a point and shoot. It's a little bit simpler. Um, they both can give you great results, but you know some are better than others in terms of certain feature set. The other nice thing about, for example, if you want to use something like Filmic Pro, one of the requests we had was to be able to use something like a gimbal mount at the same time doing wireless Bluetooth audio. Well, if you're using something like uh, Movie Pro or Filmic Pro, they now have modified their apps to support those two things at the same time. So you can use our microphone. So this is where you really, you know, can achieve some pretty uh, impressive results between the video and the audio capability. Uh, where can uh, everybody find your your company? And and uh, again, uh, tell everybody what the price was again for them. The Mighty Mac, Mighty Mike Pro. Yeah, Mighty Mighty Mike Mighty Mike Pro uh, is a, kind of like our, our our starting point in the line. It's uh, like I said, retail price is seventy nine ninety nine. Um, available online on our app on Amazon. Uh, on a lot of major uh, retail stores uh, like B and H in New York City, um, so there's a lot of places you can you can get this product. So it's readily available at this point, um, as well as all of our other products. Excellent. Yeah. So and the, uh, some great price points uh, we think. And the website is oh, website is uh, amperage.com. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, we we really appreciate you coming on the show, Paul and uh, uh, Paul from Amperage and uh, the, the Mighty Mike Pro and uh, this is in touch with iOS. I'm uh, coming to you from the virtual CES. 2021 and we'll have thanks for listening okay uh and that was a that was a pretty good product it was uh i have not had a chance to take a look at it uh but it looks pretty cool it's uh, uh that's why i asked about it being able to clip on i mean it looks just like almost like a thumb drive it's it's kind of interesting to see um we'll have links uh, in the show notes to the to the the site and uh and you take a look at that and, and and like i said filmic pro you can't beat that for video and the mighty mic app uh, that they have is going to take advantage of some of the bluetooth stuff any thoughts on that one it's all going to come down to how it works how it sounds i mean you know podcasters yeah. and he sounded pretty good and i mean obviously we were recording on uh, uh over over streaming so it was we were using microsoft teams so right, it broke something you're, you're at you're 
Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Well, we had bad some bad bandwidth here and there too. So, yeah. uh, but they didn't sound too bad to me when I was when I, when I was talking to him. So, yeah. Um, but uh, so those were stuck, uh, some of the products that that stood out to me uh, uh, during a CES uh, this year. And then hopefully we get to go back next year live and uh, see everybody again because that was um, you, you missed the the face to face interactions. But uh, any other products that come up and we we see, I will we'll bring them up uh, in future shows and uh, hope you enjoyed uh, those interviews uh, the, from CES. Uh, my coverage this this year so um all right so i got a couple apps i want to talk about before we wrap things up here um first app that uh that uh, i thought was interesting that uh, came out is uh, microsoft you know we don't everybody doesn't like to talk about microsoft too much but microsoft added this uh, this feature in teams called lists um and it was it was kind of its own standalone app but they inter- kind of integrated it when in teams to create lists when you're you're, you're tracking things um i put a link to show notes in nine to five mac who did a little bit of a write-up on it um, and they had talked about this uh, during their Build 2020 uh, developer conference that it was going to be coming out. And now it is available in the iOS store that uh, you can you can download it. And uh, what what people can do with the lists app is you can track and manage lists wherever you're working. See your recent favorites lists. You can view them when you're, you're even when you're offline. Edit and create lists. So it, it really is a. It, it's uh, it is definitely interesting to see uh, 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 how you can put together a nice list and, and utilize this app because um, uh, it it does uh, it does come in handy. So uh, and it's free. Now, of course, it'll it'll. Uh, uh, oh, actually, I'm sorry. You you do have to have a commercial subscription uh, for Office 365 in order to use this. So I I, I dismissed that. So um, so that's only a one downfall. So you will not be able to use it unless you are like a, like I can use it because I I have I have corporate access. So. Um, so that's Microsoft lists. Just be aware of that. So I probably won't say I'd recommend it as, as an app unless you use it for work. <laughs> um, the, uh, other app I had this week was, uh, agree. It's a, it's a, uh, it's, it's an app that allows you to be able to make polls, uh, and create polls without, without using social media. Uh, polls are handy, you know, when, when, for both personal and professional, but uh, a lot of times uh, they're tied to social media, like Twitter, Twitter or Facebook. And um, uh, Agree is a uh, came from uh, uh, from a, a pretty cool developer that created this, and it does. Uh, uh, he created things like TextCraft and uh, Sharp Custom Icon Packs for I, I, iOS. Um, so it looks like you can create icons, do custom polls and all that kind of stuff. So it, it is free as a universal app for iPad and iPhone. And, but if you like to unlock it for some alternate icons and other stuff, it's uh, a one-time in-app purchase, uh, four ninety nine. Uh, check that out. Anything you would, would you be something you utilize, uh, Warren? Yeah, I actually, um, when they, uh, um, when they mentioned it, um, I, I read the article too and you know, it mm-hmm. sounds like something I might be interested yeah, and then uh, the last app I that came across. Uh, address something else. I'm sorry. Uh, if I, I was gonna say, if I needed to make a poll, <laughs> I guess I would use it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and the last app I had uh, for this week, I, I, I came across is called Pocket Tube. It's a subscription manager, and uh, what it does is it allows you to be able to actually manage all the subscriptions that you have in, um, in your uh, your your. YouTube channel because a lot of times you, I've, I've got tons of subscribe. I must subscribe to about 200 different uh, uh, YouTube channels and uh, it's hard to manage through YouTube app. So what this app does is it does allow, it allows you to be able to uh, to manage those apps and create lists based on those, those channels and make it easier to get to those. Um, it's, it's an iOS app. It's absolutely free and allows you to be able to manage the subscriptions in your YouTube uh, account. So have you tried that before? I don't. I don't think I subscribe to anything on YouTube. To be honest with you, so this won't be for oh, me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then it won't be for you. Then. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. So. Yeah, I, I don't know um, why. I just anything I just want to find. I'm in the mood for. I just search uh, and I'll find it. But I guess yeah. I've never found something I want to watch over and over and over. Uh, that's it. So, all right. So I think we talked about a lot of stuff this week. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, let's go ahead and wrap things up for this week. That's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS, or better yet, you can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others. But better yet, just go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me 
on Twitter at DaveG65. Warren, thanks as always. Uh, anything exciting going on in Mac to the Future this week? Quiet. This past week? I think it's been pretty quiet this yeah. week. Um, S- seems like it. A lot of people just, you know, getting their bearings back after the last few weeks, um, I think, um, with everything going on. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's nice and quiet. No, nobody's causing trouble, which is good. All right, good. And uh, for, for those of you who are, are not uh, subscribers to the Mac to the Future group, you just go to the Facebook group. We have a link in our show notes uh, uh, in uh, in Warren's uh, bio. And uh, please uh, please come join us on Facebook. We always have fun talking about Mac stuff, and it's and it's it's moderated and it and it stays uh, it stays relatively sane. Yeah. So for the most part. And, um, and don't buy anyway. And don't buy the mask phone. Go ahead. That's that's you know. Yes, we've got that disclaimer. I've put we've got that in the show notes, and I also added our I added a link to an 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 Engadget article that uh, uh, had the same sentiments you did, saying that I I saw that after I uh, after I you know gave my thoughts. I'm like, yeah, that sounds very familiar. Yep. All right. Well, we appreciate you listening. I hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, thanks for listening. And we'll talk again soon.